All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to our podcast. Today I'm going to talk about many, many games that we have all played, and basically we always came back to them. So these games are probably amazing that makes you keep coming back to them, or they actually suck, but you want to give them a chance anyway. So today I'm going to talk about most replayable games I have ever played and why. <clears throat> well, first right off the bat, uh, I'm going to say Persona 4 Golden. Persona 4 was an amazing game on its own. Many, many of us played it again and again and again. But when it comes to replayability and those relationships and challenges and how much you actually love the characters, I'm going to go with Persona 4, the golden one. Mainly because M Marie and basically uh, the bad guy, Adachi, they actually provide some meaningful relationships. You actually get to know them better and you feel sorry for them and you actually come to care about them. Basically in Persona 4, you care about every character in the game. Saying goodbye to them at the end of the game and that ending made me cry like a baby. And when I came back, I suddenly saw that, yay, my character came back. The true ending, that, that was the pinnacle of happiness for me. But at the same time, I couldn't feel sorry that, yeah, I had to say goodbye to them anyway. And given the fact that PS Vita is going to be killed in a few months, I'm probably going to say goodbye to them forever anyway. So, yeah. The relationships you create with these characters, these skills you develop, the personas you create, everything. The boss battles, how easy you can get through them, how harder you can make it for yourself with your best personas, level 1 sorry, level 100 personas or whatever, it's always a challenge. It's always going to be fun. I still sometimes just boot up the game, I go with my level 99 Halil, so I can see how far I can go without having to use any healing abilities. And you know, I actually go far a lot. <laughs> level 99? Yeah. That's the most powerful you can get, especially if you have those special attacks that Halil has. So, yeah, Persona 4 is definitely one of them. One of the big reasons I keep coming back to it is basically those relationships. Going through them all over again, it just makes you know these characters more. And if you actually follow a guide to get them to level 10, the relationships, the S-Links to level 10, then you get to know them even better, especially if you can, you know, just... Give them an extra one, the level 11, hidden level 11. When you get to 10, you actually get to get them to level 11 as well to see another transformation for them. And when that happens, you just, you just love them. And by the way, this game does something no other game can. It actually made me fall in love with some of the characters. In particular, y Yukiko. I actually love Yukiko. I, she, her relationship with you is probably the most authentic most genuine relationship you're ever going to have in this game. And by the way, Marie. Marie's relationship also is very amazing. I love it. So, yeah. Persona 4 Golden is one of them. Number two. Number two on my list is actually a little bit of a cheat, but it still counts. The Arkham series. Batman Arkham series has been a revelation for me. I always loved the Batman animated series. And when I heard that there is a game coming out and features all of this cast, I just jumped on my computer to see the trailer. And when I saw it, 
I, it felt really dark and really appropriate for Batman to be this dark. So it made me really excited. Seeing the game and the gameplay, it just made me even more excited with the characters that they just kept announcing. So imagine my excitement as a Batman fan since childhood to play this game and how excited I was to get my hands on it. Truly, this game was amazing. Arkham Asylum changed many things, and I played through this game many, many times just to simply play through the story again and again. It didn't feel repetitive. That's the good thing about it. Then we come to Arkham City. Arkham City had the same feeling, but much better. The way you played through the game, and you just kept going, <laughs> the story, side quests, everything, it felt so good. And with New Game Plus, it made it even better. You just went through all of them, you upgraded your gadgets even more, and you played again. And you felt like, yeah, I'm the Batman, bitch. What are you going to do? It, it always felt like a big challenge to me. You know, just playing through them again and seeing how further I can go without, you know, even dying. I actually played it like that. I told myself, you know, this is realism. If I die, I'm gone. So that, that was one of the big challenges. With Arkham Knight... Even though I didn't like the story that much because of the overuse of Batmobile, the challenges, the combat challenges, the stealth ones, they made me come back. As soon as they added something, I would just download it and just come back to play it. Until actually two months ago, the game was still on my console with every single DLC. Over 80 gigabytes still on my console. However, I had to delete it to make room for some games, but still, amazing. The combat of this game is addictive, and if you can get it down, damn, I'll challenge you. Of course, I have a friend to challenge me, and, you know, he just beat my ass, but still, you know, it's pretty difficult to be good at this combat. You know, it's simple, it's basic, but being a pro takes a lot. Number three. This number three is actually a big cheat, because every single one of us is going to say this GTA series and Red Dead Redemption is probably the most replayable game. However, in this list, I'm not trying to go for online or open world games so much like that. I mean, GTA is a big cheat. Everyone just keeps playing GTA. It's, it, it's, it's not that big of a deal if you say GTA. So I'm not going to even say it, but yeah. Most of my childhood, I just kept playing GTA San Andreas again and again without even finishing the story. Back then, nobody cared about the story until we grew up a little more, and then we said, okay, let's play through the story. And then we just loved the game. <laughs> so GTA, all right, we counted. Now, in terms of online games, I think the online game should actually have a big life ahead of it. You know, it should be like, you know, six months after the game, and you keep coming back. Then you can actually say that, yes, this game is highly replayable. However, before moving on to those, there are many other games that I still want to say. So, games like FIFA, GTA, we are not going to count them that much because, you know, people just do play them. It's, it's like, you know, you're not busy, what are you going to do? I'm going to play this game. Next game on my list is Last of Us. Last of Us is one of the games that I truly love in terms of story. I didn't really care about the new game plus, even though I did later on because of the trophies and the fact that it made the game much easier but at first you don't care about it and you just want to experience the story and the game itself and when you finish it you understand it you want to play again not just because of new game plus 
but for the secrets and for every collectible that is in the game. It compels you to play through it. And after so many playthroughs, you just want to play through realistic so that you can see how difficult the game can get. And trust me, it can get really difficult. I'm still stuck on a level and it's pretty impossible to just go through it simply because the game doesn't give a shit about you anymore and doesn't give you anything to help you out. So yeah, it can get really difficult. Last of Us as a game was a masterpiece. It compelled you to play again and again and again. Why? The story, the pacing, the combat system, the traversing system, stealth, everything in this game was a challenge. The harder you made it for yourself, the fun, the more fun it would get. And that's a fact. Now, number five. Number five on my list is definitely a famous one that many people probably played through again and again and do. Bloodborne. Bloodborne was one of the games that I think it was like, you know, one year after PS4 came. So not many people really were up to speed with this game. Nobody really knew what it was and nobody really was that deep into the online gaming of PS4 or any of the games. They just wanted to buy GTA and Last of Us and just play that or FIFA. So Bloodborne was one of those things that brought attention to PS4's games in a big way. Bloodborne to me was the triumph of Dark Souls series. Dark Souls series is a good one. I love them. But Bloodborne is one hell of a game that's even better than those games. That's a big thing to say. But I'm gonna basically say it again. Bloodborne is better than the Dark Souls series combined. Why? First of all, the story is actually very interesting. Not to say that Dark Souls story isn't interesting. It is. But it's all over the place sometimes. Bloodborne, on the other hand, it's not. It's really connected. And that's what I love about it. In fact, there were many clues in the game about one of the characters. And I actually knew the lore really well. So when I made a prediction that this character will come and it's related to Gascoigne and, you know, this guy, it happened. In the next expansion of the game that came, you fight one of the hunters. And I was right on the spot. Bloodborne is a huge game. Not only does it make you feel powerful if you work hard enough, you simply feel amazing. I actually went through the game alone for half of the game, basically, because I didn't know how the online functionality worked. So I went alone through it, and I just had to, you know, refer to guides or myself to see what should I basically do to basically rule over this game and the enemies. And when I did, I did it. Basically, when you power up in Bloodborne and you get a handle on the game and what you need to do and your build, then you can enjoy the game. My character was a strong one. And until the day that all of my friends basically bought the game, I was basically God. <laughs> and they kept asking me for help. Imagine this. I played through the game more than 16 times. Aside from ending the game for myself like eight times, I finished the game for others eight times as well, completely. Like starting with them and going till the end completely. Not like, you know, saying, okay, you skip some levels, I'm going to join you. No, as soon as I could join them, I would join. And you know, the higher your level is, the tougher the game will be for you if you're joining on somebody else because you're going to be nerfed terribly. 
So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Getting your strength that high, your arcane high, it made me one hell of a hunter to fight with. In fact, whenever somebody came online to fight me, we had one hell of a duel. They would be strong, I would be strong, and wow, one hell of a game happened. Back in Dark Souls 3, whenever somebody came into my world and tried to kill me, I would run away because I didn't have the power to fight them. But in Bloodborne, whenever they came, I just embraced them. And I was like, yeah, come at me. And that was why they were afraid. Because in Bloodborne or Dark Souls, if somebody comes to your world and you're not flinching, that means bad news for you. You're invading them and this guy's not flinching. This means that you're screwed, not them. So, yeah, that's cool. Bloodborne. Definitely play it if you haven't played it yet. Go buy it and play through it again and again. It's so damn good. Now, number six, I think, on the list. Now I'm going to talk about Assassin's Creed 2. Out of all the Assassin's Creed games, Assassin's Creed 2 was my favorite. I love this game. The fact that the story was so well made that you had to actually basically make your character the master assassin and you felt like you're actually doing something to make this guy better made the experience and the journey much more satisfying. I'm not going to talk about Revelation or Brotherhood, but Assassin's Creed 2 and the fact that it made you work hard to become the master assassin made me want to play for this game again and again. Basically, if a game has a good story, I'm going to be playing again and again <laughs> simply to love it. Assassin's Creed 2 didn't have any new game plus. is actually very uh, understandable why it doesn't have it, and I'm not complaining. And that's why I love it. It's a journey that you love going back again and again simply because, you know, it's fun. There's nothing wrong with this game. This game was amazing. And I thank Ubisoft for actually making one good Assassin's Creed game. Next one on my list, number 7, is Call of Duty Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare. I put them in the same place because they're basically from the same series. So I'm not going to spread them out. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 was really fun. The fun didn't come only from the action that it had, no. It came from the fact that this game had multiple endings. The game was amazing in terms of action. It felt really cinematic and fast and really good. It made you want to play again and again. These levels were just amazing, like playing with that jet, that, that thing. Holy shit, how good was that? So you wanted to play again and again, but at the same time, you wanted to play and see, okay, how is it going to affect my characters? Like, are they going to live? Are they not going to live? Is his face going to be burnt? Not. What's going to happen to this bad guy? What's going to happen to that guy? The game was amazing. And I can't wait until they remaster this game because I need it. That game was absolutely wonderful. Don't add me. This was one of the best Call of Duty games ever. One of the best. Top three, in my opinion. Seriously amazing. Now, who comes at top even better than Black Ops 2? Modern Warfare 1. Not 2. Not that big of a fan of a 2. I, I liked it, but not as much as the first one. Just like in Call of Black Ops. Black Ops 1 was good, not as good as the second one. So... Modern Warfare 1 was, a, was an amazing game. It came into the present instead of being 
you know, another World War II game, and it paid off. Aside from the game being a masterpiece in storytelling, the shooting itself was amazing, the atmosphere was amazing, loading screens, everything. Nothing bad can be said about this game. And one of the most memorable scenes in the game was when your character dies. <laughs> Nobody expected this. Nobody expected this when basically the bomb went off and it was a nuclear bomb and everybody dies. And your character dies. Not Soap, but Sergeant Jackson. Damn, that was a good game. Made me go into shock. Like, how did this happen? So, playing for this game and again and again, experiencing all of that, even in the new remastered version, just, just was fresh every time. That's not a thing that any game can do. It felt fresh. How is that even possible? No idea. Now, coming up at number 8, Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection was one of my most replayed games ever. Fighting games are usually very replayable. I'm gonna add Injustice 2 and Dragon Ball Fighters as well to this list. So, in this list, basically, at the ninth, uh, is it actually ninth place? Or eighth, I'm not sure, eighth place. I'm gonna add these guys, the fighting games. The fighting games usually are very replayable. Now, Tekken Dark Resurrection was seriously replayable because I had it on my PSP. So whenever I went, I could play the game. And believe me when I say I played the game a lot, I had at least three characters being the divine God Fist, which meant was the last level you'd get. And in fact, I was so good as these three characters that we basically had a tournament with my friend who also had a PSP, and we played again and again until we beat each other's ass. It was basically very evenly fight, so that basically if one of us landed one punch, the other would be dead. Seriously good game. Loved it. Now, Injustice 2 is another game I seriously loved. Mainly because I'm a big DC fan, so it was a big bonus for me. Playing through this game, not the story, but the game itself was seriously fun. Having to learn so many combos and basically play all over with this character, with that character, seeing the endings, all the challenges that came with these multiverses made the game much more fun than it should have been. So yeah, good job. Now I'm gonna wrap this up, this category, with Dragon Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters again, is a very beautiful game. The very anime style of the game itself, the high quality of the models, and the sheer excitement of when you fight. That's what made me come back to this game a lot. So even though the game doesn't have anything more to offer, rather than online and some modes that basically don't work that well sometimes, at least the single player and fighting versus is so fun. Even if you're playing against CPU, it's just, holy shit, how amazing is it? It just feels like a real challenge. And I kept ramping up the difficulty until 100 and see how, you know, tough it would get. I actually want the, you know, the creator's arch system works to actually ramp up the difficulty even more because it's getting a little bit mundane for me. It's not no more a challenge. But the challenge here is how many combos you can get, how much you can learn, how much you can improve. 
If you want a real challenge, there's some modes that you can go. Snake Way and Hyperbolic Time Chamber. Go through them. Get rank S. I dare you. Difficult. Very difficult. Especially if you're going on hard. So, now, on my list number 9 is a game that probably many of you have many good memories with it. Now, Burnout is a series that many of us have played through again and again. We all love this series. We all played it and, well, nobody could wait until the new one came out. So when Burnout Paradise came, many of us jumped on it. We just wanted to play this damn game. And believe me when I say many, many people played it. The very factor of the game, the very base of the game, was that you could basically play in an open world racing. And holy shit, that was a great idea. Whoever gave that idea is a genius. And it made Need for Speeds a somehow better games for it. But this was one of one of the best things I ever you know played. Burnout Paradise, along with so many cars that it had, and I'm not sure if I was actually playing online or not at the time, because it was my first game, first PS3 game actually, so I have no idea if it was or not, but still, it felt really great, you could play through it, you see challenges here and there, and by god, it felt so damn good, this, this was the game that made racing actually feel like racing, it was amazing. There are many other racing games that I would include in this list, but I think Burnout Paradise should get much of the credit because of the innovation that it brought. Now, more onto this list could be sport games. Now, I'm not going to actually go ahead and name them, but, you know, they're easy to say, and I'm not going to basically go through them. Instead, I'm going to go talk about some other games, like the online games that I did promise. Now, online games should have a very hard criterion in order to be qualified for replayability. I would say Battlefront is one of them. Battlefront was one of the games that I kept playing again and again simply because it was Star Wars and I was actually good at it. So, yeah, it didn't have that much content in the beginning, but it was fun. The other one I would say is definitely Overwatch. Overwatch is still one of the games I play and it's seriously fun. Aside from, you know, playing with each character and you want to master those characters to be best, you want to play competitive, and even, even though everyone knows it's toxic as hell, you still play simply because you want that higher rank, even though it might be a Piper's dream because of how toxic the players are. Alright, I'm gonna calm down. So, yeah, Overwatch is one of them because it keeps adding new characters, new things for you to try out, and the maps, everything, the game is trying to keep up to date and basically be fun as fun as possible and i commend them for this good job next game on my list in online replayability is rainbow six siege of course rainbow six is a very good game in terms of replayability simply because you keep coming back to play online and you love it there's no denying it. i mean i know the quality sometimes is shit the bugs everything but at the same time, you can't deny how fun it is when you get a headshot. The very fact that it can't respawn is a big challenge. And I commend them on it. It actually takes guts to do this. And the game is seriously fun. I love it. And even though sometimes I hate the game because how stupidly they kill you for no reason, still, 
It's a pretty fun game. You keep coming back. Titanfall 2 is another one on this list. It has a very fast, very quick and fun multiplayer. It's one of the few multiplayers that is actually unique. This coming from developers of Modern Warfare 1 and 2, so no other reason to say that this game is amazing. So the online is seriously good, and after all this time, I still have it on my console, and still sometimes I go back. The good thing about this game is that even though there are many new updates coming out for the game, I don't know the last one that came, but I'm sure that there were many even after I platinum the game. Um, the thing is that the game is so well balanced that for a guy like me who haven't played in a long time, but I did play a lot at the time that I was there, like I had Prestige 4 for one of my guns, it basically felt good for me again because I could, you know, just turn on the game, go into a session and be one of the top 10 people or even yet top 3. Why? Because it was so dependent on skill. It didn't matter if you had the best gun or the worst gun. If you were a good player, you could win. And I did. That's the cool thing about it. Maybe I couldn't be number one all the time because, you know, the gun sucked compared to many other new guns. But still, if you were a good player, you could seriously do some damage. This is, of course, not counting Black Battlefront 1, which has this problem. The more new guns you have, the better you are because, you know, you get one shot, one kill kind of thing. That's bad. Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 4, I'm going to add them to this list in terms of replayability because of how many maps they had, how much it had been worked on, and how great the games were overall in terms of um, basically uh, multiplayer. They were amazing. I'm not going to deny that in any way. They were fantastic, and they made you want to play again and again. Now... On this list, there can be many other games for multiplayer. Modern Warfare 1 is one of them, Black Ops 2 is one of them. But instead, I'm actually going to go and look for games that are basically designed for multiplayer. So Destiny is going to be one of them. Destiny 1 was one of the games that I seriously enjoyed playing. And it was one of a kind. It was amazing. Even though you had to grind so much to get to... 400 I think or three I'm not sure it was 400 or 300 for the item levels uh, the maximum but at the same time you know you would do it anyway you know it took a long time but the very uh, the fact that you were maximum <laughs> that was one hell of a thing it felt really really good so many people still even play that for all this time it just goes out to show how great this game was in terms of replayability now, any other game that I want to include probably can't live up to the name of these games that I just named. So, I'm not really going to include any more. There are many that I can say for replayability. But this replayability has to be something that keeps you coming back even after a long time. Not something that you, know, you play for some time and you just throw it away. That's not replayability. So, thank you, thank you for listening in. This was my thoughts on... Basically, the most replayable games you can ever get on whether it is online or not. Of course, like I said, GTA and FIFA and other sports games are included automatically. But I didn't say their names here mainly because, well, you know, because everybody plays them. They're like your go-to game when you're bored.
So yeah, I'm not going to include them in this list like by naming them, but officially they are here anyway. Thank you for listening in. And if you have any thoughts on other replayable games, do tell me. And if there's any game I didn't name, it doesn't mean that they're bad or not replayable. It just means that I didn't get to replay them a lot. One of them being Metal Gear Solid. I love Metal Gear Solid, but it doesn't make me want to come back again and again because it's so heavy. However, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. That's a game that I kept coming back a lot to. And I think I did talk about that game in one of my episodes, so I'm not going to waste time telling you how amazing that game is, how much content it had, and it's definitely at the top of my list. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining in. After this, we'll be going to reviewing Spider-Man, the PS4 game. Stick with us.